Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host, Marge. And welcome! This is going to be a riveting episode. We've got a few things we're going to cover today, namely, what the fuck have I been making for edibles this week? How to deal with weed hangovers? And just exactly what is the legal limit of edibles in Michigan? You're going to find out. Plus, there's a special offer at the end of this episode as well, so stay tuned for that. So what have I been doing for edibles? Lately, I've been kind of lazy. It's been a little crazy around the house. So I've gone the route of almond butter lately. Almond butter, the classic almond butter. And part of the reason for this is because I think I mentioned this uh, month's theme is healthy edibles. I've been trying to clean up my diet a little bit. So I've placed a whole lot of dietary restrictions on myself for no other reason than to cleanse my body of all the poisons I put in it in the month of December. And I went to go make an edible. I can't remember exactly what it was. It might have been the fat bombs. I went to go make it the other day. And to my horror, I realized I was out of infused coconut oil. Like what? What happened there? I don't know. Not taking my own advice, clearly. I have since made more... So the crisis was quickly averted. But in that moment in time, I needed something quick. I couldn't just wait two hours or however long it takes to make the, the coconut butter and then and then make an edible. I needed something now. So I made almond butter. Because why? As any smart edible chef will tell you, they have an infusions cupboard in which there lie many delightful infusions I currently have decarbed crystal. I also have infused honey. And most importantly, I had infused olive oil on hand. The great thing about making something like a peanut butter and almond butter is if you have a decent blender, all you need is almonds and your, inf- and your infused olive oil. That's it. It's a two ingredient recipe. It doesn't get much easier than that, folks. So basically, I roasted the almonds in the oven just for kicks for about 10 minutes in the oven. I think it was about 350. Put them in the blender, blended them up until they were pretty grainy. And then I added in some olive oil and voila, I had a tasty edible that I was literally eating off a spoon. Almond butter is is my Achilles heel, I have to admit. I tend not to buy almond butter for the very reason that I do eat half the jar off the spoon standing at my counter. Have any of you done that before? But when it's infused, it really helps put a limit on how much of that stuff you can stand there and eat at a single sitting. And because I've placed so many dietary restrictions on myself for this month, I'm avoiding sugar. So I didn't put the infused honey in it that I have put in before. And I also ended up making, a few days later, some more of those fat bombs, of which I just popped one into my mouth before starting this podcast episode. 
And because I'm not doing sugar this month, I left out the stevia. And boy, let me tell you, they are not the same without the stevia. It basically tastes like what you made, which is uh, the infused coconut oil, cacao powder, the almond butter. Which is actually, it's one of the reasons I like this that recipe, the fat bombs, is because, of course, that means you have two ways to infuse it if you really want to up the dosage for yourself. So you can have the infused coconut oil and the infused almond butter that I use in this case, or nut butter. And if you only want one, well, you can do that too. It can be whatever you happen to have on hand. If you have an infused nut butter, great, you can use that. If you have your infused coconut coconut butter, you can use that too. I like to use them both because, you know what, I'm looking for maximum infusion. In any case, I left out the stevia because I, like I just said, I'm trying to avoid the sugar this month and it really doesn't taste that great. It tastes okay, but the sugar really adds a little something-something to it, you know? So that was a little bit of a disappointment, but not disappointing enough to not eat them. So I have enough of these fat bombs in my freezer right now to probably keep me going until at least the end of the month. At which time I'll have made something else, I'm sure. In any case, because I did take a tolerance break at the beginning of the month for probably what ended up being about 10 days, give or take, and I highly recommend a tolerance break to anybody who feels like their tolerance is just getting too high, they want to reset, you know, it's always good to take a break for anything. I'm still doing a dry January as well. I'm certainly not doing a tolerance break for the entire month because that would just be crazy. But I also feel like alcohol probably is a little more inflammatory in the body than is cannabis. Hence the longer, the longer break from the alcohol. But I think when I came back off this tolerance break from the cannabis, I was really getting back into the edibles. And sometimes when I eat them at night, if I try out a little dose, and I think, oh, it's not quite strong enough. I might have a little bit more. And there was a couple of times I woke up the next morning and I thought, what the hell? I got a really bad headache. Or I had that brain fog. And I realized, fuck, I gave myself a weed hangover. And you have all, if you've been doing edibles of any kind for any amount of time, you've probably experienced this phenomenon of the weed hangover, even if you didn't know really what it was. If you smoke it, you can, you can enjoy weed hangover as well. And while most of the time we think of cannabis as being a safe alternative to alcohol, and of course the weed hangover is quite a bit easier to manage, of course, than an alcohol hangover, as I can attest after a pretty nasty New Year's Day. I've read about these weed hangovers, but sometimes you don't realize that perhaps you are actually experiencing them. And one of the things I find when it comes to weed hangovers is when I've had them, it's probably because I've ingested an edible too close to when I actually went to bed. And if the dose was sufficient enough to get me quite high, as you all know, you just sleep through that high, and you can sometimes wake up still high if you take enough. But when you do take the edible too close to when you go to sleep, or you've taken a bigger dose later on and too close to when you're going to go to sleep, you wake up with that brain fog, you're feeling tired, you have a headache, Sometimes you have dry eyes. Some of the research I did online prior to this podcast suggests you may even experience nausea. I personally 
have not experienced nausea myself, but can certainly say with authority that I have enjoyed the brain fog, the headache, and the fatigue. And it's not that much fun. I mean, the whole point of using cannabis is to avoid these types of things, but sometimes your body doesn't want to cooperate and you've just overdone it a little bit. Fortunately, weed hangovers are pretty easy to manage. So if you do find yourself waking up one morning thinking, well, damn it, I gave myself a weed hangover too, then there's a few different things you can do. And it's pretty straightforward. A lot of this stuff is going to make sense to you. If you're experiencing fatigue and brain fog, drink lots of water. And you should be doing that anyway. So this is kind of a no-brainer. We all know we should be staying hydrated. It's a good time to have a drink of water right now. Go for a brisk walk. They always say that getting a little exercise or movement is a good idea. And I, if it's first thing in the morning, yeah, I'm pretty hard-pressed to do anything beyond putting one foot in front of the other. So sometimes even just getting a brisk walk, go for a walk around the block, get some sunshine. That can really do wonders to ease the brain fog and the fatigue. A cold shower is recommended. This may surprise you, but I am, in fact, a cold shower advocate and feel like cold showers in the morning, there's nothing that wakes you up like a cold shower. As painful as it sounds, you get out of that shower feeling fucking invigorated. It's pretty crazy. I've been doing them now for a couple years. It took me a long time to build up to it. There's all a host of benefits to doing cold showers. Just so you know, you don't have to go into a cold shower. The only time I ever get into a cold shower when like the water running is cold is after I've been in the sauna. So that's when I'll get into a cold shower. Otherwise, I always start with a hot shower and I end with cold or I alternate between hot and cold and end with a cold shower and in cold water. And one of the biggest reasons is I figure if I don't do that, I'll never have a cold shower ever, ever again, even though I've really come to enjoy them. Now, you can pair that also with something like coffee. If you really want to get started in the morning, a cold shower and a hot cup of coffee. And I'm sure I don't need to convince any of you about the benefits of a hot cup of coffee in the morning. Or if you're not a coffee drinker, maybe a nice green tea, which has a lot of... Uh, a lot of health benefits to it as well. There's lots of ways to get your caffeine in the morning, but cold shower and a hot cup of coffee. An unlikely duo, but super effective, not only for the brain fog and fatigue caused by weed hangover, but just uh, to ease the rigors of your, of your day and to get you really started in the morning. Highly recommended. Now, if you're experiencing something a little more severe, like a headache, like I was earlier this month, temple massage can help. Sometimes you can get those roller balls with like peppermint in them, which is supposed to be great for easing headaches. I wish I'd thought of that at the time, but of course I just suffered through it. I'm like a champ, of course. Cold compresses can be good. A lot of websites will recommend things like Advil, you know, your acetaminophen, your ibuprofen. I personally don't take ibuprofen or acetaminophen almost ever. I used to, but I just really avoid those as much as possible now. I don't see why maybe if you're using CBD to help with a headache, why you couldn't use that in this case as well. Now, if you are dealing with a little bit of nausea, something I haven't personally experienced, but I'm sure that would be terribly unpleasant. Again, the water is probably going to help you here, but a little bit of ginger tea with some lemon and honey might be nice. The ginger is going to help soothe your stomach for whatever is causing it a little bit of distress. 
So that might be one way to mitigate the feeling of nausea from a weed hangover. So there you have it. Obviously, these weed hangovers are not nearly as difficult to deal with as far as uh, going about your day, but they can be a little bit unpleasant. So, of course, if you can avoid the weed hangover in the first place, just try not to take your, two, your edibles too late before bed, I find is the best way to avoid them to begin with. I should take my own advice sometimes. So I hope if you've been experiencing any weed hangers as of late, you're able to deal with them efficiently and not have them again. A couple weeks ago, I believe, I mentioned that the legal limit of edibles in Canada was 10 milligrams per package, which I think is insanely low. You know, obviously there's plenty of people out there who might find 10 milligrams, even 5 milligrams, a great starting point. But there's also tons of people out there who want more. And it doesn't have to be a lot more, but if you're going for you know, say 30 milligrams, buying three packages of anything can get prohibitively expensive. And I did put it out there. I asked all you guys, what's it like where you're from? And Dave got back to me and said in Michigan, let me just find the email here that he sent me. In Michigan, there appears to be no limits of potency of a package. So in Michigan, basically, there's no limit to the potency in a package of edibles. And again, he brought up the, he, which he said were in the 100 to 200 milligram range. And I'm assuming that's for a package of gummies. So depending on the quantity in that package, that 100 to 200, you know, maybe it's 10 milligrams per gummy, which gives you a pretty good baseline. And then you know how to dose from there. You're maybe cutting a gummy in half or you're eating two or three gummies or, or whatever the case might be, which seems pretty reasonable to me. What he did bring up, he did bring up something though that was pretty interesting because he said after the recreational legalization passed last year, both medicinal and recreational edibles had to be have to be tested. And he said nearly all of them tested short. He said roughly eight to twenty-one milligrams, and I'm guessing that's per package. But the numbers really don't matter that much. What I found really interesting is the fact that most of them were testing short. So it's like, you know, you go and you buy yourself a quarter of weed and you find you're only getting six and a half. And you're like, wait a second, I paid for seven. Well, this is a beautiful example of why we're all here, isn't it folks? Take control of your high life. We're all here because we're wanting to make our own edibles. And when you make your own edibles, you control the dosage. And when you control the dosage, you know exactly what's going in it. Your own problem, I suppose. But that's one of, just another reason why it's so great to make your own. Because you know what you're putting into it and you know what you're getting out of it. Kudos to all the manufacturers out there who are trying to keep up with all the home cooks who just know what they're doing. People like you and I, everybody. People like you and I. So that brings me to my next thing, which is a new device I've got my eye on. And I actually did order one and I'm super excited. It's called the T-Check. And this is actually a device that will allow you to test the potency of your infusions in the comfort of your own home. And I think I've been watching this company for a while. I've been super interested in their product. 
They also make an add-on to the main device, which will allow you to test the potency of your flower, which is sort of a nice to have. The price point is a little higher. I actually asked for one of these devices for Christmas and I did not get it. So I treated myself because it was 25% off. I talked to the company because originally I was just like, hey, why don't you send me one for free? I do a podcast, you know, on edibles. And I talk to people about edibles every single week and they're like, uh, yeah, we're not going to do that. Sorry. But they did offer me the 25% off. And then they said, if you have listeners who are interested and they too would like 25% off, then we'd be happy to extend that offer to your listeners as well. So I'm really excited about that. I've had my eye on this for a while. I haven't actually used it yet. So just so you know, I haven't actually tried one of these out. But all the reviews I've read about them look fantastic. So if this is something you're at all interested in, then by all means, feel free to use my code BITEMEPODCAST to get the 25% off. And I will put the link in the show notes to this episode so you can check it out. And if it's something that you're interested in, great. The 25% off is good. I just found out today, actually, until this Sunday, January 26th, which was actually a couple of extra days out from the original date of the 24th that I was given. So you have a few days to take advantage of it. And if it's not for you right now, or if it's not for you forever, uh, that's fine. No worries. But I think it's just pretty cool. Some of the new technology that's coming out right now around cannabis and edibles. And this one seems to be pretty fucking useful. I've seen all kinds of other technology as well, like stash boxes and, and things like that, which are a great idea if you have young children or things. I'm not in that boat, so I'm sort of less interested in that. But honestly, to this day, you guys, the episode on dosing is probably still my most downloaded episode. And for good reason, because I think anybody who's getting into the edibles game, that's always something that's going to be an issue when you're making them at home is what's the dose of whatever it is that you're ingesting. And I think this becomes, of course, even more important when you're giving them to friends and family because you want to do so responsibly. So just a little something for you guys. If you take advantage of it, great. If not, I will certainly be reporting on how I find it. If any of you order it, let me know what you think about it. Um, I'm sure there's pros and cons to the device. Um, and finally, I guess that brings me to the end of this episode. If you want to leave me a review, that would be wonderful on whatever platform it is that you happen to enjoy your podcasts on. If you want to send me an email about anything at all, it's bitemepodcast at fastmail.com. And I love getting listener emails. So, you know, it can brighten my day a little bit by sending me a little something, something in the emails. And of course, I'm on the socials at Bite Me Podcast and at Host Marge. Uh, all of all the typical places, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and some of the more obscure ones that exist out there as well. Just to keep you updated, the website is getting closer to getting done. I'm working on it whenever I have the chance. I mean, household responsibilities and jobs and creating this podcast and all the other stuff that, you know, people have to do in a day. And making edibles probably being the most important of those all. But that is getting close to being done as well. And I'm pretty excited about that because that will be one big place to put all this goodness together in one spot where we can all exist. Doesn't that sound wonderful? 
I think you guys are wonderful, and I hope you have a fantastic week. And until next time, stay high, friends. Thank you.